Now the law of divine oneness. So everything in the world is connected to each other. We are all one. So this is why sometimes I don't understand why people say like, um, that person is good, this is evil, but we, we are all one. And then evil and good is just how you perceive things. But then, yes, when it comes to all of us being connected, scientists have said that everything is made up of energy and energy is all connected to each other. And then religious people said that everything's made of God and all of us are connected with God. So yes, it's hard to argue that this is not true, but people will still argue that this is not true. Okay, let's go to the law of vibration. So from the thoughts to people, from thoughts to people, everything is made up of energy. This energy comes from countless frequency levels. Energy vibration is in every part of the universe and are always in motion. Yeah, so you as a human being has a vibrational frequency so what you want to do is put yourself in a high vibrational frequency so that you can attract people events and things that are high vibrational frequency and when you're talking about physical things like a rock has low vibrational frequency so it changes like it takes like decades or millennials to change form but your thoughts has high vibrational frequency. So yeah, that's why it's kind of invisible. So light has a high vibrational frequency. Yes. The law of correspondence. I like this one. I know you like it too. As above, so below. As within, so without. So what we think and feel in our consciousness and subconscious minds are what we create on the outside. So a lot of people kind of... Uh, don't really understand the law of attraction as they should because they think that all you got to do is think and feel and something will come into their life. But one of the main reasons they never really get what they want is because they never knew about the law of correspondence. So when it comes to the law of attraction, you only attract what you vibrate through the law of vibration and you only get what energy you're holding in on the inside. So on the inside, if your mind is filled with chaos, you hate this person, you hate that person. So it's filled with hate and rage and, rage and anger. So you're gonna cause rage and anger wherever you go. And whoever you talk to will probably be angry because that's your vibration within. And it's also, I also learned something, well, I had an insight that how we perceive the outside is also what we have inside. So if you see the outside as lack and limitation inside of you, will think of lack and limitation and then you'll also get it back as lack and limitation in your life. So what I noticed with the law of correspondence is that if people are always talking about good things, then they will have good things in their life. So yes, as within, so without. Like it, there's also another example when um, th this guy, like he hates his uh, coworkers or coworker and then he's wishing for them to get in a car accident. He's wishing bad things for them. He's wishing like they get fired like the worst. And then what happens? He like fell off like a ladder or something. Then he broke his arm. So the law of correspondence just shows that he's wishing violence on someone. He's wishing pain on someone. So he's the one that got that pain. So this is what I tell people that what you wish for yourself, you should wish for others. So if you wish good things for yourself, you wish happiness, health and wealth for yourself, you will get it. 
But if you wish bad things for others, you will get it too. So be careful because this is the law of correspondence here. The law of attraction. Yes, a lot of people just say, hey, you know, law of attraction? The secret, the secret. Now, there's a lot more to that. And the law of attraction is just one of the universal laws. So the words you speak, your beliefs, and your actions attract everything in your life through energy. You can attract people who have the same energy frequency as you. So like attracts like everything you see in your life, you attracted. So yes, everything that you ever thought, felt, and the actions you've done, you've attracted in your life. So what's good, what's cool about this is if anyone ever see, seen or read the book, uh, The Celestine Prophecy, so Jay-Z said it's his favorite book. That's why I read it. And it's good because they said that if your energy frequency is so high, you won't even notice negative energy people. You won't even run into them and they won't even notice you. So if you're surrounded or you think that people around you are toxic, all you got to do is raise your vibrational frequency so high that you attract only what you vibrate and it's not going to be anyone or anything negative. Yeah, so like attracts like. So that's all it is when it comes to the law of attraction. Raise your frequency to the level of the thing that you want. That's why they always um, talk about the gratitude part. Because if you're grateful, you just if you have that frequency of gratitude, you will only attract things that make you grateful. Agree or do you agree to disagree? The law of, of inspired action. Yes, you must take action steps towards what you want in order to make them manifest. All of our actions are created by negative or positive inspiration coming from within us. So this is also something that people never knew when they started learning the law of attraction. They never knew that they had to really take action. Yes. So you have to take action. That's why when you talk about the law of attraction, the last word is action. And if you really understand this in a deeper way, every action we take, see, it says, is created by a negative or positive inspiration. So if you ever read uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, he was talking about that your thoughts and feelings create your actions. So this is what it's all about. Your thoughts and feelings create your actions. So one of the things with this too is also following your intuition to take action. So make sure that everything is positive because usually if you have a positive feeling that is in line with your intuition. So take action. Yes, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. So you have the ability to, to change your life into anything you want. So energy has the ability to change from negative to positive. It's your choice to accept or reject opportunities to become positive. So this is your opportunity to become positive. Yes, how? Well, negative thoughts and negative feelings is darkness, right? So darkness is only the absence of light. So once you start allowing yourself to have more positive energy or more positive feelings than negative ones, then eventually the negative ones will be gone. So this also means that anytime you feel anger through the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, and probably understanding NLP and applying it, you're able to change from being angry to being happy or to being grateful or to any emotion that you have. So what I teach um, in my Shavasana, in my yoga class, that you are the one that creates your emotion. 
So if someone is trying to make you angry, one of the ways to not become, to not get negative is to not react. So if you react to negative people, um, you have a, you're probably going to lose that battle. But if you don't react, you're like 80%. Well, you it's already like 80% win. So don't react to negative people. That's one. And through the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, if anyone ever um, heard about sexual transmutation, that you turn your sex energy into working energy. So that's through the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Yes. And if you really want to know something that, let's say you have a negative emotion, so just practice the Sedona method. Sedona method is really good for letting go. So it's all about just like, let's say I have a negative emotion, right? I feel sad. And then I just ask myself the Sedona method questions like, how do I feel? I feel sad. Okay. Do I want to feel something better? Can I feel better? Or some like, can I let go of this emotion? Can I allow myself to let go of feeling sad? And then when's the best time to let go? So that's now. So try to, under, try to uh, research the Sedona method. And if you want, I can also help you out with that. Yes, it's good because once you let go of a negative emotion, a positive emotion is on its way to fill up that void space. The law of cause and effect. Yes, everything happens for a reason. Nothing happens coincidentally. No matter how you see it or why it happened, every effect began with a cause. So some people call it the law of karma. Yes, well, some people look at karma like it's negative. It's actually good or bad. So it's one of the things that I try to do is in my lifetime, before I die, I will die with good karma. So that should be a goal for you too. Like your goal every day is to have good karma. So whatever you cause has a ripple effect that can change the world in a way, if you understand the butterfly effect. But let's just say something in your life. So let's say um, you trip and you fell. So this is what happens to me. Let's say I tripped and I fell, right? And then I ask myself, um, what did I do to cause this? So everything that happens in your life is something that you caused and even the littlest things. So let's say you have an argument with someone or you have relationship problems. Instead of just blaming that person, ask yourself, what did you do to cause that? And then if you have any kind of problem, let's say you have financial problems, ask yourself, what did you do to cause that? Because everything is your responsibility, whatever happens in your life. Yes, the law of compensation. So since every cause has an effect, you will also get back what you give. If you help a lot of people, you will have abundance. If you do acts of kindness, you'll get more of the same. Yeah, so if you understand the law of cause and effect, you will also should understand the law of compensation. So another reason why people don't attract what they visualize and think about is because they don't understand the law of compensation. You only get what you give in life. So let's say someone is a, let's say just uh, they're washing dishes, right? So that means that they're helping, but anyone can do it. So the law of compensation just means that you have to give high value to a lot of people and change a lot of lives in a way. And um, well, when Bob Proctor talks about it, it just means that you have to be something irreplaceable. Like you have to do a job so good, let's say at work or in your business or in a certain industry that no one can replace you. And also that you have to give 
more than you give, uh, give more than you get. So if you ever read the science of getting rich, they always say, give more than you get paid for. So this is it. If you go the extra mile, you will get compensated through universal laws. That's why I don't really like to deal with people that are so stingy. Like they think that their time is worth this much. You know, they're like, oh, I'm getting ripped off. Oh, if I do this and I'm only getting paid a little bit, I'm getting ripped off. No, actually, you're not getting ripped off. If you're getting paid a little bit, but you feel like you should be getting paid more, give more than you get paid and you will get compensated for it in many other ways. Yes. So that's the law of compensation. Don't be afraid to give more than you get paid. If, you, if you're afraid to give more than you get paid, you're surely going to give less value than you get. And then it's going to go in a downward spiral. So if you want to go in an upward spiral in your life, financially, or when it comes to your health, give more than you get. And the law of compensation will compensate what you didn't get. Yes, the law of compensation. So the law of relativity teaches us to compare what happens to us with other, with what happens to others to gain better perspective in life. So this means that when we think we are in a challenging situation, someone somewhere is in a worse situation than us. So everything is relative. So this just means that people that complain about their life, they need to understand this, that there's someone somewhere has it worse. And also the law of relativity states that you can't see anything in the outside world that you don't have inside of you. So you can't see any goodness in others unless you're also good. And when you see bad in others, then there's something bad inside of you that relates to them. So any anytime you criticize someone, let's say someone's being a show off and then you're like, you hate it. And then you're so passionate about hating that part of that person. It's because there's part of you that's a show off and you don't like it about yourself or maybe you, you never even noticed it. But then, yes. And if someone is also like, let's say someone gives a charity and then you like it because there's something inside of you that also wants to give to charity or likes to give to charity. Yes. So the law of relativity, the law of polarity. So everything has an opposite. So this helps us understand the difference between positive and negative thoughts. So what we can change our, uh, so that we can change our thoughts that we don't want. So the law of polarity, this just means that positive and negative emotions are in the same pole. So happiness and sadness, is in the same pole. So if you feel angry and then you feel passion, so those are like in the same pole. So good and evil is in the same pole. So you need to find a way to get to a higher level of that pole. So it's just changing your emotions. So if you look at the law of polarity, it also, you can check the emotional guidance system, that chart from Rhonda Burns or in The Secret. I'm not sure who made that chart, but yeah, that one is a good example of the law of polarity when it comes to your emotions. The law of rhythm. So everything in the world, uh, in the universe has a unique rhythm that it beats to. These are different rhythms, patterns, cycles of energy in harmony with the universe. So when it comes to rhythm, let's say everyone has a rhythm when it comes to their finances. It's always up and down. So just think that everything comes like the waves in the ocean. So 
everything has a rhythm, including your emotions, including your daily life, or even look at the seasons, uh, winter, spring, summer, and fall. So that is in a way a representation of rhythm and also your life. So sometimes you're happy, you're sad, you feel good, you feel bad. So everything is up and down. So hopefully it gets higher and higher and the lower part um, doesn't get that low. So understand that if something bad happens, that something good is also going to happen eventually. So rhythm. The love gender. Yes, there is a masculine and feminine energies in life. So gender manifested in everything. There is not one aspect of your life that the masculine and feminine principles are not at work. Yeah, so this means that there's good and bad in everyone. So no one is really 100% good. No one is 100% bad. So the law of gender is, if you see it in the universe, it's the night and day. It's the light and darkness. So you have that within you. So no one's 100% masculine. So it's also um, taking action and resting. So, so the feminine is like resting and the masculine is taking action. So this is also represented in the yin and yang when it comes to the law of gender. So thank you for joining today. And this is just the basic uh, universal laws. So we, we can go deeper in this one. So we're going to talk about the universal laws of money and also moral laws like the law of forgiveness and the law of thinking. So, but for now, this is just a small taste of I guess it can be the universal success system that's coming up. So hopefully you can uh, just contact me if you want to join a seminar or if you want to learn more.